Welcome to the Daily Brew. I'm Jordi Retiarson, and you're listening to the 11th Sports Roundtable podcast of the Stanford men's basketball season. Of two wins this week, Stanford's out of the, Stanford's uh, out of the last four in and out of that playing game. Uh, a split, they're probably right where they are. Uh, two losses, and they're probably out of the tournament at the moment. Hello, everybody. Teddy Solomon here with Jabril Taha and Els Boone, and welcome to the Stanford Daily Men's Basketball Podcast. Today, we're going to be able to recap three games. It was a packed week of Stanford basketball, and then we'll look to the week ahead, take a look around the Pac-12, and then give our opinions on Stanford's postseason outlook. So let's get right into it, starting with the game from Tuesday against USC at home. I'll go to you, Jabril, for a quick recap on that one. Yeah, well, it was a rare Tuesday game for the Stanford Cardinal, their first game back in Maplesville and after their months-long road trip to North Carolina, back just playing home games at Santa Cruz. So first game at Maples, trying to defend home court, and they didn't end up happening the way they had planned. For the most part of the game, Stanford was in it. They had an early lead. The Mobley brothers played pretty well. Stanford did a decent job of containing them. They still had a good game. Uh, Evan Mobley still put up 23 points, and Isaiah put up seven. But for the most part, Stanford contained them pretty well throughout the game, especially at the end of the game. They contained the Mobley Brothers really well. But what happened down the stretch, it ended up being USC's guards that beat them. Drew Peterson and Tajidi ended up made, making some big shots at the end of the game that lifted USC across the finish line. And Stanford took a home loss that could have really benefit their, benefited their tournament resume, but they just came up just short and sort of stayed where they are at the bubble. And Els, what are some, some key takeaways from that one? Yeah, Jabril mentioned what happened at the end of the game. It seemed like the Cardinal used all of their end of game luck up in the UCLA matchup. Uh, so they just didn't really, they just really didn't have a good end of the game scenario here against USC. It was the Cardinals' first game back in Maples all season. So you know they're raring to go there. But really the story of this one coming in was the big man matchup, Oscar De Silva versus Evan Mobley. And De Silva sat on the bench for most of the first half with two fouls. And that really killed the Cardinal. But Michael O'Connell and Jaden Delaire stepped up in a big way. Both went for over 20 points and really were the only people who really scored in this game. Oscar had nine points his season low. The only game this season he scored in single digits and no one else was really producing. And I think that is really what killed the Cardinal when it came down to it. I would definitely agree. This team really struggles to win games if Oscar De Silva is not performing to his full potential. Um, and we had to kind of expect that coming in because this USC front court is so dominant. Evan Mobley, I would say, is the best freshman in the Pac-12, one of the best freshmen in all of college basketball, uh, one of the best players, period, in all of college basketball. So we knew that was going to cause a problem for him down low. I think something that was very promising was Jaden Delaire's performance, 22 points on 10 for 16 from the field. He's been really key for the Cardinal as these guys have been out throughout the season, uh, throughout recent games. Uh, one thing I will say is that coming in, I wasn't too worried about the USC backcourt. I didn't think that the guards were going to cause many problems. But as you said, Jabril, late in the game, Taj Edi, Peterson, they ended up coming through big. And that's one of the dangers of going against a team that has Evan Mobley down low. If he dominates and you move all your attention to him, you're going to leave some guys open or you may just not be focusing enough on guys like Taj Edi that... I have said in the past, I was able to watch him when he was playing at Santa Clara. He's a phenomenal guard and nothing to overlook when you're playing against a team like USC. So a difficult loss for Stanford um, against what's a pretty good Trojans team. And of course, Stanford did not have some of the players that they usually have. And for some final thoughts, Jabril, what else do you have to say about this one? And you just touched it on the touchdown at the end there. We didn't have the best defensive backcourt in the Pac-12 in this game and Bryce Wills and Dejon Davis. I mean, if we have those guys, 
I think there's a pretty good chance Peterson and AD may uh, get locked up on those shots at the end. Yes, they made some very good shots as well. But when you have the best defensive backcourt in the conference and those two guys, you can only hope, you can only think that it, the result could have been better. So really looking forward to getting another shot at this USC Trojans team in a few weeks. Absolutely. And I've definitely thought about that a lot, that that USC game and the ASU game, I think those games could have gone to Swills in there. He makes such a difference on the defensive end of the floor. Um, so those games could have gone a completely different way. Uh, but moving right on to the second game of the week, which was against Cal on Thursday, as we've said, Cal, two games against Cal this week after that game against USC. Um, and I'll go to you, Els, for a quick recap of this first Cal game, the one that was on Thursday in Berkeley. Yeah, well, this one was really Oscar De Silva's uh, redemption game. He came out and had 24 points, 11 rebounds, another big double-double for him. And he-